What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 79 of High Top Flip Flops. It's a very special quarantine episode. Uh, as always, this is Chris, aka Chris, aka not Chris, aka Bash Me Outside because I don't fight, I just get beat up, aka Low Poopy Dirt, aka Dr. Do Too Little, aka It's Not Me, It's Not You. We're just going through a tough time right now. And as always, I'm here with Navek. Hey, it's Navek, aka Navek, aka Miss Rob, Bonnie Girl, say hello to Ron Way, aka Low Couch, aka Big Couch, aka I'm trying to take a pick. And we're here in a special, different kind of vibe. <laughs> different kind of vibe talk to him man talk to him explain your vibe to me right now well i wanted to say this so when we were prepping to record for this i was trying to figure out how to get access to the camera right to my uh, laptop camera Mm -hmm. i didn't cover it up you know like how most people do right you know like because uh because people are watching right right right. it's not it's uh (laughs) it's not true anyways um i don't know anything about that but um so I tried to figure it out. I went to photo booth. I, mm. I didn't even know I had it on this computer. You do. So uh, the last time I used it was 2018, and I saw a video there. Oh. That, oh, that video stunned Talk. me. Yo, can you can we add the video to the podcast? Oh, no. It's uh, <laughs> it's um, it's a very disturbing video. <laughs> Why, 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 why? It's is it provocative? Is that a good word to use? Provocative, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, oh my goodness, it's dangerous. That, uh, okay, make sure that's off the cloud. I need to delete it. Like, uh, well, let's just make sure it's off the cloud there, brother. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't know what really stays, what goes. Like, I thought this was deleted, but it was still there. <laughs> and it was very... 2015 moment. But I back. thought you said it was from 2018. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I meant 2018, not 15. <laughs> There's a big difference. 2018's only two years ago, man. Hard Let me say something about that video. Okay. It is when Krish mentioned photo booth, I was confused at first. <laughs> because all I have in my computer are books. Oh, yeah. Um, books on ebook on ebook on textbook on textbook oh yeah is that um, so and i was confused and then i went into this app and then i saw this um old video that's technically a piece of art that's what it's technically a piece of art oh is that so <laughs> it is but it's very disturbing to watch and very cruel for anybody else to see so i will be deleting it immediately well Full transparency to, to anyone watching, anyone listening. We tried to record this a week ago. Uh, we had some technical difficulties because, you know what? R- remote podcasting is hard, at least to, to kind of get it to the extent in which we want it to quality-wise. You know, we want to have good video quality. We want to maintain audio quality still. Um, so, of course, there are, you know, we could potentially use something like Zoom. We could try like a Google Hangouts. Um, but we wanted to experiment. We wanted to see... What was the best way we could deliver this podcast to you folks while we weren't together? And uh, we're, I'm pretty happy with this setup, man. How do you feel about it? I like it a lot. It's very experimental, kind of like experimental hip-hop. Oh, is that? <laughs> you know, this is experimental podcast. 
<laughs> There's no one out there doing it like this, you know? Yeah. We didn't we didn't get this idea from anyone else whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's new. laughs> yeah. Um okay, but for real though, um everyone knows what's going on in the world right now. We're all for the most part, those of us who are fortunate enough to be working from home or to be self-isolating, quarantining, and not kind of, you know, working as a frontline worker, working in healthcare. Um, we're at home, you know, we're, we're making do with our situations. Nivek, you're, you're working from home right now. How has that been for you, man? Because you, you very recently gave me a tour of the bedroom, uh, and you, sh- you, you showed me the setup, man. I, I'm, I'm aware that it's a, a wake up out of bed and get your grind on kind of thing um how do you how are you managing that so far because uh, it's been what two three weeks now of, of you working from home uh yeah yeah and working from home sounds great but it's not that great because some people need to see other people yeah and they need to interact with other people and i feel motivated to to do work when i'm around people mm-hmm. whereas when i'm alone i feel you know why would i want to do actual work when I could watch the 2019 film yesterday. Oh, <laughs> did you actually watch that? You know what, I, um, it's, it's taking me a long time to watch movies, because I'm going to be honest, what I'm doing, this is going to sound like a lie, but I'm actually studying. Oh, right what are you studying for? I'm studying for this exam I'm taking in June. No way! Yeah. What exam are you taking? It's a, it's a certification for this uh, CRM, this website. Shit. I gotta do it to, you know, try to get a bigger bag and be in a different place. Getting your bars up, man. Hey, way to go, man. I'm gonna put in a clap track right here. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, I'm trying to do that, but I'm also trying to watch movies and mm. TV shows, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like 30 minutes into yesterday. Okay. Right? And it's pretty good. It's fun. You know? Brown League. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, does that does that guy look like uh, the bastard from The Big Bang Theory, or is that just me? <laughs> Am I just yeah, a racist I mean, piece of shit? No, he actually does. He yeah. does look like him, right? Okay. Yeah, it's almost like him. Fair enough, man. You know what? Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I was like on the fence about that movie, but um, you know, let me know. Maybe in the next episode, you can give us a full breakdown of what you thought of the movie. And, um, and yeah, you can let us know if we should watch it too. Cause I, I feel like it didn't get a lot of buzz or a- am I mistaken in thinking that? I feel like it got a little bit because I heard about it. Like I probably saw a trailer. Right. right. And then it faded quick. Mm. Like it was for like a few days and then, you know, that British film just, just went, maybe it was bigger in, in the UK. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I wonder too. That that's a good point actually. I didn't think think about uh whether or not it might have been bigger in the UK. Um but true, man. Um that's wild though. I didn't know you were you were studying for the course. Is it weird to be back in that space of like soaking up information in that way and 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 kind of going back to maybe what you were doing a few years ago when you were still in school? You know, I was just telling somebody it's so hard to study. <laughs> um, if like especially now like with the incredible amount of distractions. Right. You know, how do people really focus? And back then, I mean, everything was still popping, like Netflix, Spotify was still around and all that, mm-hmm. but 
I wasn't abusing it like I am now. Right. Yeah. I'm living off it now. You know, back then, I was still, <laughs> I was still free. Right. <laughs> and right. Yeah, adjusting to doing that and sitting down and sitting down for the purpose of, you know, not doing something fun. Mm-hmm. And usually fun includes editing the podcast, and that's, that's for sure. kind of fun, you know? For sure. Um, yeah, it's been a, been a minute. Very uh, good good question that you brought up there. Because <laughs> that's something people don't really uh, think about, you know, adjusting back to, to study. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, with the addition of, like, being exclusively at home like it's not like you're going to lectures it's not like you're in a library you're like you're doing any studying with friends either right some additional mm-hmm. challenges um on that note though like how how has it been for you like being in the same place like obviously um you know off camera you mentioned to me you, you started that uber eats grind as well which i want to talk about and uh and obviously you know you're still like going running just to like get out of the house get your exercise up as well um has it been tough to like be in the same household with the same people all day? Uh, yes. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, they're the worst. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. I hate it. Um, no. So the thing is, I'm used to this because I there was a portion of last year, the top of last year, where I was doing nothing. Mm. You know, I was just chilling every day. Right. Literally. Literally, and I was at home, you know, eight to ten hours of the day at least. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't totally new to me. Mm-hmm. I am glad that I'm, I'm able to, you know, focus on something for most of the day, which is, you know, kind of a blessing. Totally. Lucky. You know, I'm pretty lucky. Because uh, I was like thinking, oh man, I'm doing this with, you know, Tameless. <laughs> I feel so bad for me. But. In actuality, I'm so blessed, you know, so <laughs> lucky, you know? Right. Um, and I'm very appreciative of that. And I need to really take that in. Because before I would, you know, I might shit on something. Maybe like my job or whatever. But I do realize where I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and luckily where I am has put me in a good position to be okay possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's a very good point. I, I do want to ask you. <laughs> I do want to ask you on that note, though. Have you, um, have you at all, uh, ex- not experiment? Yeah, have you at all like tried the like the Zoom date since quarantine started? <laughs> Is that something that you've you've given a try to? Mm, this is a good question. <laughs> I mean, it's a yes or no question, you know. <laughs> um, see, you have to understand something. Go ahead, I'm listening. This, when you ask these questions, you have to understand the weight that the question holds. <laughs> you know, it's like it's a very tough question. Okay. To answer. Okay. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I haven't done a single one. Oh, yeah, okay. But I can imagine, you know, if someone were to do it, mm-hmm. it would be fairly fun. Yeah, okay. Hopefully, you know, oh. it's just, if it's strong connection, internet-wise, <laughs> <not even. laughs> it will deliver to, like, an actual connection. Right, right, right. It begins, it begins and ends with your dial-up, you know? 
your dial-up speed. Hey, can I, can I say something to James? Please. My hit up my hit up my guy Sanji. <laughs> that guy is really he just he's a doctor. <laughs> is he a, is he a, is he an eye doctor specifically? He's an eye doctor, but I always tell him to just say doctor period. Oh, you know, true. Okay. Don't don't focus. Don't give him a, like a what you what you uh, focus I see. on. I see. Just I see. I see. Okay. Right. Um, but. I can say yeah from those uh, from those people that have gone on those Zoom dates or uh-huh. are dating right now. It is very tough, I imagine, because you know you're you're trapped for the next you know end, two months end of May. Who knows, man? Who knows? Maybe maybe end of January of twenty twenty one. Who knows? <laughs> and that is very tough. You know, we're gonna really have to focus on yourself. Ooh, man. And, yeah. and by focus on yourself, I mean really learn to, to be okay with yourself. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you're going to be alone for this long run, and that's not an easy thing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, how are you feeling generally these days, these past few weeks? Uh, how have I felt? That's a good question. Um, yeah, it's definitely been up and down. I think like what you said is like definitely a challenge for me, right? Getting more comfortable with myself. Uh, you know, I'm very fortunate. I'm I'm still in the presence of family. Um, did like haven't been shuffling around a lot, but I, I moved out of my my family home just to uh, to stay with my aunt to make some room for my my grandfather. Um, hence the the foreign background in my in my video here. Um, but you know, like. Uh, I can also imagine that like I, I mean sorry I can't imagine how I would be feeling if I was like in a place exclusive like on my own um, that's like a challenge that I think about for a lot of people being like extremely challenging you know um, and yeah oftentimes they're kind of like people that I know of that like I I think about who like maybe don't have strong support systems or might be struggling on their own like that's you know uh, have a lot of like compassion for them you know um Mm -hmm. not to say that everyone who's on their own is like is struggling but um you know in in the same vein right I'm sure there are a lot of people who are so yeah you're you're right it's it's a major major challenge um and like you know especially thinking about yeah if you're on your own and you have to go get your groceries or like you have you know like a dog to walk or, or something right like you can't you i mean you don't have the money to like pay for like you know gro- delivered groceries um that's like that that can make staying indoors and keeping yourself safe really tough you know mm-hmm. um so yeah f- similar to you like feeling thankful for that um it has been challenging there there are many challenges that kind of come with it um but yeah yeah uh, i feel like i jokingly said this to you last time like uh I <laughs> the fact that like all the I mean understandably I, I'm not gonna say that it's outrageous but knowing that uh, all the basketball hoops you know across the city have been tarped up uh, for you and I to like not get our shots up you know it's uh, it's detrimental it's detrimental to our uh, to our our budding <laughs> basketball careers. Uh, oh, just take it in. The last time we hooped. Could be the last time we hoop forever. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We never hoop again. That's right. We may never hoop again. Um, you know what though? I will say, given that the last time I I hooped, I got to play with you. That's that's a privilege right there, man. Wow, man. Let, let me put that out there. <laughs> we kind of played at the same time. <laughs>
<laughs> no, we did, man. We did. You assisted one of my one of my uh, one of my buckets, man. Oh, I forgot the three minutes we each played overlap. That's right. At one point. <laughs> That's right. So for those who don't know, Navek and I played in a in a men's league together for the first time. Well, Navek had played in it before, but it was my first time ever playing in a men's league, and Navek was kind enough to to have me out. And um, man, you know, we played a total of <laughs> three games, four games pre pre quarantine. Um, but listen, they're three or four ti- best times of my life. Let me just say that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, my my whole the whole twenty five years of my my life yeah absolutely all four of those days all every Tuesday night, uh, in the month of February and, and May March uh, were impeccable let me tell you, um, but uh, <laughs> yeah no on a serious note uh, definitely you know feeling the feeling those challenges but um, you know happy that we can even still do this you know this is definitely like an outlet. Um, and if we can find a way to to try and conduct some interviews like this too, that'd be that'd be dope. So, figuring it out, man, because like you said, who knows how long how long this will be going for, right? We kind of do have to prepare for the long haul a little bit. Yeah. Um, but um, we oh. we pardon me. Oh no, sorry. Um, I was going to say about the bad news. Mm. You know, like as we all know, this is. You know, a bad time, mm-hmm. and then when bad news hits on top of it, you know, our young god, Bernie. Oh wow! Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. And, um, and on top of that, a Tory Lanez album drops the next two days. Like, what, <laughs> oh, how much can we take as a people? <laughs> what more can we take? <laughs> what more can we take? Yeah, I was seriously. Already, like, I was already like heartbroken because of the quarantine. Then. Bernie leaves and I was just like, oh. And then Lane's dropped. And then Tori dropped. Right. No, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, yeah, he's like the stepdad who's like, who you haven't given like full approval to yet. And then like, uh, he heard you like, you know, he heard you talk about like some toy that you wanted and, uh, you know, it's your birthday and he's like, yo, you know what? Like, this is birthday. Uh, maybe all you, not all your friends made it to your birthday parties are feeling a bit down. So he's like, oh, I know how I'm going to make it up to him. This is how I'm going to get his approval. I'm going to go get this toy. He goes to the store and then he gets the, he gets the knockoff version of the toy and he brings it to the kid and he ruins his birthday even more, even though he thought he was going to make it a good day. That's the equivalent of, that's the Tory Lane's equivalent with this mixtape. <laughs> that's, that's the reach I'm going to make. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He tried. He was like, oh, everything's going to shit. I know how I'm going to make it better. Let me put out this music. And then he put it on. Everyone's like, oh, what the hell, man? (laughs) (laughs) Go, go away. (laughs) Get out of here, here, Tori. (laughs) Get out of my room. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. Um... But yeah, man, no, I, I was having this conversation earlier. Like I, I don't know. It's, it's really hard for me to put myself in the shoes of anyone who's American, but like thinking about the way their system is set up too, you know, um, like if you, if you were in the States right now, um, given like, yeah, I, I, sorry, I won't even provide context given like the situation, which is now the, the two candidates are Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Um, 
like given the like ram- the consequences of like Donald Trump winning, given the consequences of Joe Biden winning, and then yeah, and, and like realizing what kind of happens next, do you still like would you still feel compelled to vote uh at all or yeah, do you like do you just kind of, do you think you would abstain from voting just cuz you know you you don't feel like you're supported or like you're you're accounted for by by either like leader or either party see a lot of us are so mad at the situation of burning that i mean i, I don't have a a say whatsoever anyways right mm-hmm. not even American. yeah likewise we're not there it's true yeah but if i was you know I'm seeing a lot of backlash, like a lot of people saying, oh, we definitely don't endorse Biden. Mm-hmm. We don't want to have anything to do with him. And then at the same time, you know, you don't, you don't want uh, children to be in cages for the next 10 years. Oof. You want a ICE to exist. Yeah. For what? Yeah, literally five, four, obviously four years, but mm-hmm. it can go on, you know, depending on the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of all that, People are probably going to go and, you know, obviously vote for Biden. Most likely. And yeah. It's probably the way to go. You know, ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real tough one. Um, I don't know how uh, how people are going to make do either. But, um, yeah, I imagine or actually, I don't know. I really don't know either, but I think about it often, and uh, I think either one is kind of valid, you know, to to kind of abstain from voting. I guess, like, yeah, it is strategic at the end of the day, right? Even if they're not who you want, it's kind of like the lesser of evils. I guess that's how, like, it's it's spoken of. Um, But yeah, anyone who's, anyone who's, who's down in america listening listening to this right now i'd love love to hear your takes love to know how you're feeling uh given the situation but um one thing i know for sure is i haven't listened to that tory mixtape nor do i plan (laughs) on doing so (laughs) um but yeah definitely feeling for for people in the states i mean just the way all of this has been handled in the states as well not to say that it's being handled in well not what? to say it's being handled like exponentially better up here, but yeah, the the virus has not been handled very very well down there, right. um, which is definitely spooky. Um, but in hopes of trying to instill some kind of light, Vivek uh, and I decided to um, gather some questions from our beloved uh, Instagram followers who are willing to ask us questions related to ourselves, related to the show, related to a whole whack of stuff. Um, so Navek and I, or I'm just going to run through a bunch of them and, uh, and we're going to try and answer them to the, to the best of your ability, mm-hmm. to the best of our abilities. Um, so let's stop, start off with, uh, let's start off with one from uh, a good friend of yours, Janish, um, who says, I think COVID-19 is a conspiracy. Do you think it's a possibility? Um, to you, I say, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's a joke, but yeah. Nubik, how would you answer that question? See, the thing is, last week I had, or two weeks ago, I had a prepared response where I do an impression of Dr. Umar Johnson. Oh my God. Right, and I would then praise Janish and tell him to continue to open his third eye. All right. But the thing is, 
I know, I actually know people who know people who are affected by the right. dis- this disease, and it's become so real. Yeah, you know, I can't even roast it. That's right. That's right. Uh, it's like, yeah, it hits way too close to home. Um, yeah, agreed. And I know that did it. Someone very young mm. that uh, a friend knows, and I was just shocked. It oh man! Come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's all. That's all I'm gonna say about the virus. I mean, I look. We gotta have some humor. For sure. Right. We have to. Like obviously, in these dark times, we need some source of humor. Mm-hmm. So is obviously trying to find that. Now, I know when I see him, it's always uh, that Umar energy. Oh really? Okay. You know? Okay. <laughs> it's it's a uh, alien theorems. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but legit ones. Not, not those. Cor- you know, people used to say aliens, aliens, like years ago. And it was mad corny. Right. Um, now it's cool again. It's cool again. Okay, sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so god. That's all I gotta say. But like, <laughs> Janine, she's been uh, supporting for a minute. You know, last week. They've been helping me out. Yeah. Oh really? Whenever I ask for like a technical issue. Oh yeah. You know what design or whatever? I always hit him and gets me back immediately. Oh, is Janisha um, is Janisha designer? Oh, he's a coder, designer. Conspiracy theorist extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Brilliant. Well, well, hey, thanks for the question, Janish. Um, we got a question from our good friend Muket Mooks. Uh, first question: Will you marry me? My answer is yes. What's your Nabek? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Yo, imagine this guy got down on one knee and was like, Nabek, will you marry me? And your response was, Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? Look, I, I do have to be clear. Like, I'm never proposing to someone. I'm mm. going to get proposed to. Oh, okay. Okay. So, off the strength of him proposing to me, then I say yes. Okay. Off the strength. Off the strength. Fair enough. It just came too correct. That's fair. Um, so, Mooks asked another question. Uh, I guess it's, it's like a multiple parter. Um, but, uh, I'll ask you this question. What got you into, interested into making this podcast? Oh, okay. Um, you know what? When my lips first touched the mic on episode one, and I was just talking in that shit, you know, I was just talking my thoughts, mm-hmm. raw thoughts onto the raw mic. Mm-hmm. And I felt joy. You know, I felt... Like I was getting something off of me. <laughs> okay. You know, and I like to get... I like that feeling of removing stuff off of me. Mm. And feeling all lighter. And totally. And that's how this podcast made me feel. Yeah, fair enough, man. It was an outlet. Is that fair to say? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I hear you on that. Um... Another question, Moots asks, what makes, or how do you decide who to have on the show? Um, you know what? Simply put, it's less so about, actually, no, I was, just, I was joking going <laughs> to say, it's less so about who we decide to have on and more so about who's willing to say yes. But it's a bit of both um, because I think we do, we start the year with like a bit of a wish list and usually it's just people that we admire or like, you know, kind of like, simply put, like maybe dream about interviewing or like, you know have at least like a couple of questions in mind that we would love to 
love to ask them. And um, I think we also try and do our best to think about who we're talking to um, and think about what kind of voices, uh, you know, uh, voices or experiences maybe that, that we have on that potentially get uh, similar or, you know, come from similar lived experiences um, because we want to do our best to, to think about, um, you know, think about trying to get on or think about having like a, a, a truly quote unquote diverse range of voices, you know, um, like something that oftentimes happens with Nivek and I is like, it can be really easy for us to just like one after another, like talk to like a, a straight dude, a straight, like cisgender dude, like who we, we become friends with or we've connected with over the internet because they do something neat. Um, is that to say that like, you know, there, yeah, there aren't a ton of other cisgendered men who we'd like to speak to? Like, no, of course not. Um, but we also do think about like how or in what ways that narrative, like those narratives or the, that experience can potentially get, um, I don't want to use the word played out, but uh, we can start to see like similarities too, right? Um, where while it might be comfortable for us and it might be easy for us to make those connections, um, we want to think about like who's, you've been listening to a podcast. We have a lot of different people um, from a lot of different like, you know, intersections uh, of identities that, that listen to our show and we, we want to make sure that we're doing our best to, to cater to them as well in, in some ways. So um, I think constantly kind of thinking about that, thinking about what voices we um, you know, are able to, to give platforms to who are like comfortable even talking to us. Um, yeah, because I think simply put, you know, at the end of the day, we could bring anyone on here and it would be great to learn about them and their story, you know? Um, but doing our best to, to make sure that we, we have a wide range and that we're, we're doing our best to, especially to uplift voices that, uh, maybe don't regularly get the chance, um, based on systemic barriers, um, to, to have a voice and, and to, to learn more about them. So yeah, I, I, I'd say that's how we, we kind of go about who to have on the show. We think about the types of voices or the different types of voices we've had on, uh, maybe in like in succession or over the course of time and, and, and do our best to, to connect with people and make genuine connections with people. Um, who, yeah, who, who maybe come from a certain experience or a background that, um, we've not necessarily sat down with before. Um, yeah, is there anything you'd add to that that answer? Oh, jeez, you got everything. <laughs> went off, went off on a little essay there. Uh, and then last question from Mooks: How do you prepare for the show? Um, how do you prepare for the show, Nivik? Hmm. How I do this? I have a very specific process. I learn about the person. Mm-hmm the guests from Kurt, first I'll the guests and I like to go to the person's home where they grew up mm-hmm. and I want to learn a bit about how they grew up so I'll knock on the where they used to live I'll walk into the house lie down on the couch watch an episode of a television show and then I will get back in my car then go straight to the interview <laughs> and that's it and then I knock it out go home, have a nice dinner and go to sleep that's right. Do you go back to their house for the dinner as well? Or? No, I never see them again. Never interact with them. <laughs> Ever again, I just go straight on. <laughs> oh my god, uh, that's brilliant. But, uh, <laughs> so, what happens is Krish does so much research on this person. He doesn't <laughs> He really does his non-war. I try to, man. And I, I like to deliver raw thoughts. 
thoughts is what I'll call it. And and how we prepare for those raw thoughts is I live life. Uh, you just live in the moment. And that's the thing that quarantine prevents me from doing. I can't mm-hmm. believe as much, right? That's true. And whenever I'm outside, I'm always living in some way. Mm-hmm. I figure out a way to live. Yep. And that's that life experience prepared me for this podcast. Yeah, fair enough, man. Um, it certainly does. Let me, let me tell you. And I think I, I will say from the feedback we get to, I think people, uh, people really like the balance that we have where, you know, I might do this, I do some, do the research and, and kind of like ha- have, try and come up with a flow for the interview. Um, and you know, you really like, you, you bring the, you bring the, like the spontaneity, uh, because some, like, I think every episode is like it's it's definitely something that gets brought and I think it can like bring a change in like pace to the show which is which is great um because sometimes you need that you know it's like a like a little refresher you know um like a little spritz of some lemon water to the to the face just really add some energy um so yeah man I th- I, th- I say stick to your routine keep the break it, the B and E's up <laughs> keep the breaking and enterings up and uh and yeah, man, we'll be on our way. Um, all right. Another question here from Stop Boosting. Shout out to Ahmed and Kanatashan, sponsors of the microphone for this uh, episode, you know, because the microphone just happened to be at Nivik's house already very clean and sanitized and no one moved to get it. Um, but thank you for the microphone regardless. <laughs> yeah, I had it before the quarantine. That's right. Uh, but it was owned by Kanatashan from the start um but anyways uh question for stop boosting who are the spank bros who are the spank bros Nick? it's us baby that's us man us spanking each other on the court that's right uh you know they're great nba duos over the course of time you know scotty pippen mj there's uh kevin durant and russ westbrook there's damar and kyle there's clay and uh, Steph Curry, and then there's Nivek and I, and we're not splashing threes, we're not, you know, we're not like Zach Randolph and Mark Gasol just like pounded down low, um, but we're, we're, we're spanking each other's asses, that's for sure. We're, we're making not J.R. Smith and Hennessy. We're not J.R. Smith and Hennessy, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, we're not, you know, no, nah, I can't think of another one, um, but... <laughs> Yeah, you know what? We don't we don't score buckets, but we're we're really great at motivating each other, and that comes by way of just a little just a little little tap to the buttocks, you know. Um, that keeps the energy up, uh, keeps me going. You know, sometimes I just need Nivek to play me like a pair of bongo drums, and oh. uh, and I yeah, man, it, I wouldn't have scored as many points in my last game. FYI, I was five. I scored five <laughs> points. Uh, two, two dunks, right? What's you that? Dunked, you dunked twice. I dunked twice and I got five points somehow. One of one of my dunks was a yeah. three pointer. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris, obviously you dunked twice and got fouled. Oh, right, right, right. It was a it was a one. Right, right. No man, I jumped <laughs> from the three point line on some uh, space jam shit. <laughs> And I scored a dunk. That's a, that's a classic uh, Spank Bros play. That's right, right there. Just yeah. Driving to the hoop and getting injured on the way. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Traveling out all the way. Exactly. Um, all right. So this is a question um, from uh, our, our 
you know, a longtime listener, Brenevi, um, she asks, uh, if you could have done one last thing before quarantine hit, what would it be? Um, we both agreed on this one, um, what the last thing would be. Do you remember what it was when we last spoke? Not at all. It was touch. Uh, so it would be oh, to like yeah. really like savor that, that hug with like with the person the last person that you saw or like even like hug a person that like you wouldn't regularly hug maybe you just give them like a handshake or a dap and keep it moving but like yeah really like it would be touch it would be like really savor uh the experience of touch um because yeah that's like ultimately something that we all end up really missing out on or, or, or are missing you know um but yeah, I, that was, you know, what we said a week ago. I'd say it's the same thing for me. What would you say, Nabik? No, touch is definitely a, a strong one. Um, hmm, other than, obviously, I mean, you know the obvious. It's hanging out with people, eating, mm-hmm. man, eating pasta at a restaurant. Ooh, what was your favorite restaurant to eat pasta at? Oh, see, for pasta, I went to mad different restaurants. I okay. never even picked a, a solid pasta restaurant. Like, dump, dumplings out at a spot. Mm. You know, um, Mediterranean food is a spot. Right. But for pasta, I love to explore. Mm. It could be even something something as simple as, um, there's a spot on Warden. I'm trying to remember the name of For pasta? Pasta for the low. It's an Italian spot. Wild. Um, it's pretty decent, you know, it's, uh, so I just want to sit at that table and ask for some extra cheese on Myron Queen. Yeah, man, just have this racist server just pull up on you, yeah. not look you in the eye. Man, yeah, I miss that too. I, I really miss that, that. too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I miss that heavy. Um, <laughs> but fair, yeah, definitely being able to eat out or experience dining out as well, I think would be on, be on that list for me. Um, this one was a tough one. Let's try and answer it with one each. Um, what, uh, this one was asked by uh, a friend of mine, Hasib. Um, what is your favorite ending to a movie or a TV series? Damn. Um, I'm, I'm going to say my favorite ending to a movie was, uh, this movie called Prisoners. Um, yeah, the way it like wrapped up, I really enjoyed it. Um, that was a really good movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman and Paul Dano. Um, along with a few other actors and actresses, but yeah, that's that's the one for me. That's the first one that comes to mind. How about you? Oh, we're keeping this to one, right? Yeah, if you can think of one. I'm going to have to say... I'm going to say community. Oh, wow. Wow. That's interesting, too, because there's always this, like, feeling of, like, oh, there's, you know, the six seasons and a movie. It never is supposed to feel like it's over because it technically hasn't been, hasn't fulfilled, you know, the, uh, the time span it was supposed to. But how did, how did that series end? Because they also did, like, a season on Netflix, didn't they? Uh, Yahoo Screen, which oh. uh, was another, I don't know if it exists anymore, but now oh. it's all on, it's all on Netflix anymore. All of it's now on Netflix, right? Okay. But um, a lot of people say that it should have ended after the fourth season. After Donald Glover left. Yeah. And you know what? I They had to do the six. And mm. all you 
obviously the the last two aren't as strong as the first three to four, depending on who you are. Mm-hmm. But still, a solid send off. Okay. And the jokes, like they just hit so hard. Yeah. Like nine years later, I go back to them. True. Still goes. Yeah, the first those four seasons of Donald Glover were were mm-hmm. phenomenal. Were really special. I couldn't get. I actually could, I struggled to get into it after he left. Um, mm-hmm. Not to say that like yeah he he really well to some degree he did make it, but also just the writing in general was really well done in those four seasons. Um, but yeah, true. I would love for community with Donald Glover again. Um, but yeah, good answer. Good answer. Um, oh, this one's from our friend Gowry. Uh, Gary says, is the IG live fit battle going to happen or no? <laughs> um, so do you want to explain to anyone who's listening what, uh, what Gary's talking about here? Um, so we've all been hearing about the live, uh, producer battles. That's right. Or songwriter battles where, mm-hmm. you know, each artist would play or songwriter or producer would play 20 of their best songs. That's right. And see who wins. And... I wanted to do a live fit battle, maybe five fits each. <laughs> Me versus Krish. And it's kind of unfair because, you know, Krish is obviously the source of fits. <laughs> That's not true. You know, I, I looked to Krish first to Shut switch up the swag. Shut the hell up. Yeah, so. I wanted him to also display what he has so that people can really know. Mm-hmm. You know this is the guy behind the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Listen, man, you know, all I'll say is I had to forfeit because, uh, you know, seeing that I'm not at home, not living at home, you know, I'm on, I'm working with limited wardrobe here. I couldn't stun on Nivek like that, you know, so I had to post, have to postpone the battle. But let's just say maybe, maybe, you know, when I when I eventually get back home. Maybe we can make it happen. Um, but it's a hard maybe for now. Because <laughs> as of right now, I'm taking an L in this fit battle. Um, but also not true, man. Not true about the... Because I don't even know. I, I don't know what my sense of style is, man. Uh, I'm sure I just copied off of uh, Jonah Hill or something like that. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sorry. But um this is this is random but you know how uh earlier you were saying when when uh you read janisha's question how you wanted to do an interpretation of uh uh dr umar johnson mm-hmm. um i was gonna ask instead of doing an interpretation of him have you seen this guy this like kid on twitter who's like suddenly uh like he's gained some attention by way of some like video he posted on TikTok. He's like this young, like Brown, like this Indian kid who's like talking about why you should like vote for Joe Biden. And, uh, basically he's getting roasted. Cause he's like some, he's some, his story is like kind of trippy. Basically he would like made headlines for writing, um, for like applying to a bunch of Ivy league schools in the States. And, uh, his like essay, like his entrance essay, he just wrote like, um, Black Lives Matter a hundred times. That's that kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the video that I'm talking about? I, I didn't see the video. I just heard about it. Yeah, so so uh, it's the same kid. And everyone's just like, yo, this kid is just like the child of like a former like banking executive. And like it was essentially like written off of their like his parents 
connections and things like that um and how it's just like it's so easy for him to to like make the statement that he's making but um all of that aside i mean while that's the important stuff the joke that people are making is like the way he like delivers things the way he like speaks um he like uses his hands a lot and he's like very clearly like dramatic about it and uh, people just started calling him like wannabe Hassan Minaj. <laughs> and it's the funniest thing. All I could say is the next episode, if you can if you can lock in an impersonation of him, uh, that would be sensational. Because um, yeah. I think the, 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 the floppers really need to hear that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but back to the uh, the, the questions here. Um what is your favorite recipe right now? Um, seeing that, you know, you're at home a lot more and uh, you're eating at home. Uh, so I'm going to tell the truth. Uh, my mother has been making me food. And to be honest, I only really make tea, cereal, you know, stuff where it involves two ingredients. <laughs> I can kill that. You make so. a mean cereal, man. Let me <laughs> tell you. <laughs> French toast. I got I got the sickest recipe for French toast crunch. <laughs> you get the French soaps. You pour in some two percent milk. Wow, two percent. Okay, okay. Just, just let it sit for like four <laughs> seconds, and I eat it. <laughs> Man, if you're if you're ever on a date and someone asks you what food you can make, you should hundred percent just say french toast and just like a really long pause and just kind of very quietly say crunch uh <laughs> and see see how that see how that how you fare um because uh yeah man that could be a real hit let me tell you um <laughs> but fair enough man i mean you know you are living at home um have you ever like made food with your mom have you ever helped your mom cook or do you have an interest in it i should ask mm-hmm. she actually told me how to make uh, a oh no way so I can do uh, that a little bit. Shit, that's pretty sick. Some, some pastas here and there. Okay, okay, okay. When was the last time you cooked a meal? Um, if I'm not putting you on blast by asking you that. <laughs> You're really challenging me this. Uh, this I'm so sorry, man. I'm I'm so sorry. The First, might, she asked that wild ass Zoom question. <laughs> and then this. Because, I'm not going to tell you something. Go ahead. Okay, like people <laughs> have expectations of me, mm-hmm. right? And so low. I'm trying to bring it up, you know. I'm trying to make it up, go up a little bit. Every time you ask this question, like, can you cook? Have you not gone to any car accidents? Stuff like that. All right. <laughs> these people are watching. It brings it down. I see. You know? I see. So like. Did I ever cook? Uh, and I have to tell the truth. So I can't lie. Right. And the last time I cooked, uh, April of 2017. Okay. Um, possibly. Oh my god. It was really like April, late 2018, early 2019. Okay. Which is very sad. Hey, and that's okay. That's my truth, though. That's your truth. That's right. Um, and listen, man. You know what? I appreciate you telling me that. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to get your. This is like the episode of Black Mirror, you know, where you get like points based on based on like uh, your like all the things that you have in life versus you don't have in life. And it's like a. You ever watch the episode of Black Mirror? Oh yeah. 
episode. Scary episode, man. But hey, listen, man. I hear you loud and clear. I'm not going to put you on blast anymore. Um, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. It's, uh, I, have a, I, have, I have some things to say, but it will we'll continue. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, what else have we been asked here? Okay, here's a, uh, a deeper question asked by our, our dear friend Shankari. Um, is your morality dictated by fear of punishment? It's um, a great question. That The last time I read, I butchered it. Um, but yes, is your morality, so you know, is your, the way you, you, know, you decide what's right or wrong, uh, is it decided by fear of punishment? What do you think, Make? You know, in a way... It is, and in a way it isn't, because mm-hmm. I obviously know, like I'm, I'm not gonna make this decision to fight this person or scream at this person because I automatically know the result, and it's not the punishment that kind of controls me in that situation. However, let's say there's a situation where I hit someone's car with my car, mm. in an empty, in an empty parking lot, no one's there. Right. My fear of me getting caught and paying this person a lot of money mm-hmm. is what's driving me to, is what's driving my morality. Right. You know, how to, how to properly react in that situation. Right. Whereas I'm a bit smarter in situations with, uh, with certain people. Mm-hmm. You know? So that, I that's see what you're saying. Interesting question. Yeah, man. Uh, it's a great question. I've been thinking about it ever since it was sent. Um, yeah, I think, I think about like, uh, I think to some degree it's, it's dictated by fear of punishment, but I guess when I think of the word morality, like I think beyond maybe like my day-to-day decision-making, um, I think about like universal, like what is right or what is wrong, which is maybe like a productive or unproductive way of looking at it. I'm not sure, but I guess what i would say is that um maybe it's not a fear of like my own punishment but a fear of like punishment in general um and when i say punishment like i don't necessarily mean like someone just being hit on the wrist but maybe someone being like persecuted or not even an individual but groups of people um i guess more often than not like marginalized groups of people um so when i think about what's right or wrong um i think about how yeah, the people who, <clears throat> in the way that the world is set up, have the least amount of power and how they get affected by a decision made by me as someone who, in the grand scheme of things, has a great amount of power based on my economic standing, based on my education, my access to the English language, my citizenship, the fact that, you know, I'm a, I, I'm a cisgendered man, you know, um, I'm heterosexual, like all of these things really add up. Um, so when I think about it that way, I think that's like something that also drives more morality is just like, yeah, who, who, what, how do my decisions or like, how do my kind of like beliefs in, in what I think is right or what I think is wrong, um, then like impact those who, who, who don't get to really choose the same way I get to choose, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so yeah, I, I wouldn't say there's like a fear there necessarily, but more so like a fear of how my consequences are going to impact someone else. So by way, maybe it is a fear of punishment, but I don't know. Um, I would say that's the way I kind of see it right now, but hopefully I've answered the question. I'm not sure, but yeah, that's a great question. Chunkery. Thank you. Um, 
we're going to wrap it up here with uh, a couple uh, quick ones or one quick one. And then we'll, we'll wrap it up with, uh, with a, another great one asked here, but um, very quickly, what is a, uh, a YouTube uh, rabbit hole that you've gone down uh, specifically during quarantine? Because we've talked about this before We're we're YouTube fiends, you know, we're out here on YouTube all the time. Um, so there are lots of rabbit holes that I'm constantly on and I'm sure it's the same for Univig, whether it's like interviews or, um, like for me, it's like food based stuff. Uh, I'm always watching sports stuff too. Um, but yeah, is there any specific rabbit hole you've gone down since quarantine started? Yeah. Um, there's a few actually. Okay. So one is, um, Rose videos. Oh yeah. The all deaf digital. Yeah. And some of it's, uh, there's this podcast based in LA called Kill Tony. Okay. It's, uh, it's a guy that brings on a comedian, a bunch of different comedians, and they do about a minute. They're new comedians. They're True. Big, like beginners, right? They do one minute, and then they kind of talk to him, and there might be some roasting if there's some good chemistry mm. between him and, and the, uh, the comic, right? That's cool. And this guy, David Lucas, he's like, I've been killing it, and then he roasts Tony Alon, Tony roasts him, and they become like very good at it. Right. And I watch a lot of those videos. I watch a lot of those videos where there's two people. It's that series where there's two people and then they ask each other questions. Uh, is it uh, the, Jezebel? Is it that? Cut, is it the cut? The cut. Okay. Yeah, cut. A lot of cut videos. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Um, seventeen has a series called. Um, my best friends find me a bay. <laughs> I'm looking this up right now. Um, it's just, it's funny to watch like a happy situation. You know, I like watching people be kind of happy. True. And it's, it's just fun. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Uh, maybe I'll give this a watch. Uh, thank you for, for suggesting that. Um, because yeah, I'm I, <laughs> I'm very far removed <laughs> from that side of tu- uh, from that side of YouTube. Honestly, but. it's really not something I'd recommend to a lot of people. <laughs> it's something that just appeals to me for some reason. Fair enough, man. That's okay, and that's you. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's no judgment for it. So you do you, man. Um, I I think all my wormholes have stayed the same for the most part. Um, I feel like if anything. I've started to give like some vlogs more of a chance and maybe I say maybe that's due to the fact that like they also reflect some kind of like, you know, they reflect people just like out and about and like interacting with other people. And maybe I'm like living vicariously through that. I'm not sure. Uh, but I would say like Jimmy Butler, the basketball player, I've recently started watching his vlogs. Um, I feel like I've been, I've been, trying to learn more about him as an individual or as like an individual and as a player and the relationships he has because uh he has a bit of like an image as like being like a a, like a villain or like a a quote-unquote like a cancer to locker rooms which i'm always kind of curious to learn about those players um polarizing players i suppose but yeah that's that's about it for me i don't think i've done anything out of the out of the ordinary um yeah that was a question asked by our friend carolyn uh, okay, last question here, and this one was asked by our dear pal Gao. Um, 
while on the topic of Yao, him and Madisha are still pumping out episodes of Dash the Curry. Um, they're season two. They've already got a few episodes out now. Please go give it a listen. Um, go check them out. They do phenomenal work. Uh, they put a lot of hard work into their episodes as well. The production is phenomenal. Go check them out on all your favorite uh, streaming platforms. Um, but a question from Gao says, can someone listen to the Joe Budden podcast and not be toxic? So do you want to give like the 10 words or less description of the Joe Budden podcast and who he is and, and what the show's about? All right, so Joe Budden, former rapper, now uh, hosts a show on Revolt, also does this podcast for the last five years or so. Mm-hmm. And for the last three or four years, he's had um, his friend Rory, other friend Maul, and Engineer Parks on it. And they just talk about music, current events, and they make jokes mm-hmm. about certain things. And sometimes it can be very funny. And it's definitely number one on Spotify. Right. Right now, Spotify podcast, which is very wild. <laughs> it is pretty wild. And, like, odd. And um, in terms of toxicity, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't think it's toxic. Okay. And I think toxic is just such a overused, like, word. Man. It's just been mm. used too much to describe every little thing. Mm. I can't say everything is toxic. Because mm-hmm. this... I understand um, where they're coming from when they make these jokes, right? Because they obviously don't mean it, and they they preface it with this is clearly a joke. Mm. You know, we're not obviously we don't aim to to offend here, mm-hmm. and I I can understand that some of them are pretty can get heavy, mm-hmm. but it's not like I haven't heard something of that heaviness before. By right. like a regular comedian that's praised. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's that's how I I view that pod. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, a challenging one. I, I guess I don't listen. Um, I, I don't listen to it to to really be able to say. Um, but I know that sometimes, yeah, it can get like. I think in the maybe the one or two times that I've listened, I I did find it like maybe a bit uncomfortable because I was just like, oh shoot, like it it can it can sometimes be hard to 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 draw that line between a joke and and like where like something else like some other motivations that might be like uh, what's the word motivating what they have to say, um, and I think that more so comes from like experiencing that outside of the podcast right um which can always be concerning because it's like oh when you hear it from someone who doesn't have like a platform um yeah it makes you wonder like what informs that like thought and to what way to what extent does it then manifest in like their day-to-day thoughts or behaviors or actions um because sometimes all it takes is for someone like a comedian or someone very jokingly to say something that could be harmful to a certain person mm-hmm. or a group and then all it takes is for like, you know, someone to just like really sit with that and maybe not be critical or not be like, not choose to, to combat or disagree with what the person has to say, um, to like, to then like allow for those thoughts to build, you know? Um, so it is a challenging one, you know? And, and I would say like, you do have to draw good lines. You have to draw, you have to think really hard, you know, if like, I would say very simply put, it's like if you're listening to something and, and you think to yourself, oh, this might be like a little dangerous, um, like 
be firm in like, you know, believing what you believe. And I think that's like the starting point and constantly be thinking about that. Right. Is like, you know, if you're going to laugh at something, like think about why you're laughing at it or what parts you find funny or maybe what parts you can identify as like being harmful. Right. Um, cause yeah, I, I think it can be hard, you know, particularly in a place of isolation to, to maybe like rid yourself of some things, something like the Joe Biden podcast where you maybe listened to it for a really long time and, you know, are at a point now where you're like, oh shit, maybe these guys are not saying like the, the sweetest things. Um, yeah, I would just say be careful, you know, be careful, make good decisions. Think about how, uh, how, you know, something you might be listening to that you might find funny is, uh, is potentially harmful to, to, to someone else or maybe even to yourself, you know? Um, oh, I do have to say that I don't agree with everybody's thoughts on that. Yeah. Like yeah. There are times where I definitely 100% don't agree, but that's yeah. how it is for a lot of things. Right. I don't, there's not one person that I'm like, yeah, I agree with every single thing you say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On, on a podcast, especially, I'm kidding, like, we maybe take on about 60% of what they actually say, and for some reason we're entertained by it, so we keep tuning in. You know? <laughs> right. There's an entertainment factor. Right, right, right. So right, right. Yeah. And, like I said, I, I, I didn't... I guess I didn't mean to say, like, oh, toxic is so used. I don't want to be one of those guys that says, oh, everything is offensive, because that's not true. Of course, um, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of bad jokes out there that people try to, you know, try to get off as borderline offensive, and it really is offensive, and it's not good at all. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's a very good point. Um, and I think that's a perfect way to uh, wrap up this episode. I'm also come clean. My video storage just ran out again, but it's okay. We're going to run it. It's okay. I'm going to just black, black out my side of the screen because we still got you running. Um, but listen, man, thanks for, thanks for joining me on this episode. We're going to try and keep these going as this quarantine uh, persists. You know, let us know. Maybe anything you, any topics you want us to talk about. Do you want us to do more AMAs? Do you want us to maybe do advice episodes? You know, do our best to give advice to people. Uh, let us know in the, in the comments. If you're listening to this, you know, on SoundCloud, hit us in the comments. If you're listening to us or watching us on YouTube, you let us know in the comments. If you're on, if you listen to us on Apple Music, you know, please please do or apple music the itunes podcast app uh you know we kindly ask to leave us a, a review and, and maybe even write a little note about what you like what you don't like we'd love that um and you know thanks thanks a lot for listening um as always you know this is chris aka chris aka not chris aka bashman's i don't i don't fight i just get beat up aka little pooper dude aka dr do too little aka it's not me it's not you we're just going through a tough time right now and as always i'm here with navik it's Nabeek, a.k.a. Nabeek, a.k.a. the Tamil Tyrese, a.k.a. Mr. Rock on your own, so you're going on the way, a.k.a. Big Couch, Little Couch, a.k.a. Tiny Shirt, Big Pants, and this is Out of the Box. Episode 79. <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening. We'll catch you soon. Bye-bye.